set this up. So what's up? How are we gonna start it? Why not? Okay, sure. I, um, it's my podcast. Fly no, by the seat of my pants. Okay. You are Daniel, my brother. Daniel Ramon is my brother. Uh, huh? That's me. It is you. And you do. You also do music yes. at UCO. Yes. You, but you're where Santiago is doing more of performance and more uh, production, production, yeah. production. And but you're doing more <coughs> like a education, really. Education. I'm, I'm focused more on teaching classical music, teaching kids the uh, kind of the basis for our Western music, and um, I guess. Preparing them if they want to go into contemporary styles, as Diego did. Mm-hmm. Um, preparing them to have the right fundamentals for that. Mm-hmm. But uh, yeah, I play a lot more classical stuff. And let's. Th- this is obviously an off track <clears throat> thing that we're going to go off of just because this is what we were talking about before. Mm-hmm. Um, about. Do. I, but you. Do we have consciousness, or do we have do we have free will? Free will, yes. And that's something that you, yeah. I guess you you weren't as offended by it. No. Whenever uh, if I say like we don't have free will, you weren't like we do have free will. Like you know like. No, no. I mean, it doesn't. Uh, it doesn't offend me because it's just a. It's a theory that's out there, um, mm-hmm. and there is sound reason to believe that it could be true um what are the implications i mean we're, we're still here yeah. living things we still have to worry about the environment and shit so like yeah and and, and that whole thing about about what it means for the rest of <clears throat> for the rest of human society and what are it's kind of like what i went on to before about how the the goal of of humans and uh and how we tell ourselves that there is a certain path and a certain uh, destiny for human beings and uh, and a lack of free will definitely inhibits that and definitely takes that away, which is scary to a lot of human beings. I'm okay, because so. you, you were talking about a goal, mm-hmm. and I, I, mm-hmm. I feel like right now <clears throat> society doesn't have a goal. I feel like society, I mean, basically, well, individually, I think every human being tells themselves where they think, and especially here in the, in the U.S., they, they tell themselves a lot that they think that, that with our democratic morals, with the, the philosophy of, of the U.S. and the way that it works and, the, and this faith in capitalism and, and a lot of faith, for the most part, in, in, in religion, um, they tell themselves that there is a place that it should go or there is a place that, uh, barring the people of the opposition doing something stupid that they will get to a better place. That's kind of the, the, the idea of this government is that they think that they have enough, enough, um, moldability, I guess, that they can change through the times. But also that that's only speaking to the goal of this, of the United States. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. And it's not speaking on, because where again, where do you draw the line at society? Society, like we're all human beings, mm-hmm. we should all have the same goal, and by separating us on in, into countries, like we don't have the same goals. And even like, what's the goal of the United States? Like, we, 
Um, honestly, they they're kind of spread out. The U.S. is kind of spread out in what it wants to do, and um, and there's the two obvious sides of the Democrats and the Republicans, and they uh, tell themselves that their goals are also so different, and, and in a lot of ways, you look at them and they're they're really not trying to do things that much different. They're I mean, they're looking by changing taxes ten percent. For, for certain people and then not yeah. for certain people and that is a big hot button issue they're looking at uh, whether or not to have I mean because even Democrats agree that you should have troops in the places that you invaded 10 years ago mm-hmm. and the Republicans say yes we should have troops in there too but more so than the Democrats believe they're, and it, it kind of so... goes into that joke from Futurama where, where a, there's the two precedents in the future mm-hmm. And they talk about how your two percent uh, something tax. I think your two percent uh, bean tax doesn't go or goes too far. Well, I think your two percent bean tax doesn't go too far enough. Exactly. Um, yeah, I mean it, it. It does feel like like the parties are just like I don't know, just like they they've created they, a false dichotomy. It it, it <clears throat> is. I don't feel like it fixes anything. I don't feel I don't feel like there's a clear goal of like I mean and, and I mean I feel like they would say our goal is for prosperity pr- prosperity like uh mm-hmm. for like the just the jobs States. yeah Germans. and no war and but even I don't know how do you achieve no war here like how do you or just how do you win I think a great fear here in the US about about uh, being in full peace is that they think that because they've wronged so many people that if they fully back out of the places they've attacked and they've invaded, that those people will come and attack us. And I don't know what grounds really they have to believe that. Also, I, I mean, it, it is hard to for us to say it whenever we don't have a lot of experience. No, you know, true, with, true. I understand um, that. It's... Because I, I have, uh, I listen to the Joe Rogan podcast and sometimes he has people that are experts that have been over there and they, mm-hmm. he says that like there are some people that do want us there because <clears throat> we do protect them from the other bad people. Like, you know, because mm-hmm. there are terrorists, there are like whenever we leave, there are, there are the extremists that do like take people and like, mm-hmm. whereas before they were kind of protected from those people, yeah. when we leave, they're not protected anymore. Yeah, yeah. And that's why we arm them. That way we can leave. And that's like all the things that happen to where like, it's like, we arm these people. It's like, okay, now you can fight against the other bad people. And we they leave, turn and into then they, the, yeah. they turn into the people that we end up wanting to fight 10 years later. Yeah. Um, we've armed both sides at this point. Yeah. At some, at some area. And if... And if there were people that were truly peaceful, then we armed them. And if they stayed truly peaceful throughout the whole process, then somehow the other guys got their hands on their mm-hmm. arms. So it's just... Let's go Let's go to the question that I ask a lot from a lot of people. It's like how, like, you know, magically, <clears throat> magic wand, like everybody is like, Daniel, mm-hmm. you're totes the dude that everybody wants to, like, you, you rule the world now. Uh-huh. All the world. Uh-huh. So how, and obviously it's not like a, um, like let let's say that you're the ruler of the Allied Powers. I don't know, like the because uh, there there's still some people that are gonna oppose me. Oppose you, yeah. If I, if, if I yeah, I mean, because I'm no, I'm not gonna get elected by a, 
<laughs> but no, but it's more like um, like society agrees. Not like you change everybody's mind, but as in, just like everybody follows Obama, and like there's the army that follows Obama, <clears throat> and then just like the like Canadian government is like oh, okay, and then like the UN. Let's say that like m most of the world's power is like yeah, mm -hmm. let, let's it's follow you. Yeah. There, there would still be little terrorist groups, little like faction. Like nobody's running Africa. Mm -hmm. You know, they're, yeah. they're all like. It, there's n not much that's official yeah, there. Yeah. yeah, it's a lot of warring. It's a lot of like you know yeah. just everybody fighting each other and just like <clears throat> over there, like there's in in um the Middle East there there's not like that. There's people that have some rule, mm -hmm. but it's not a clear rule like here in the United States where yeah. the police are in charge. Like yeah. you know like that's that's it, and it's not there. There is some bribery, but it's not. It's not like... It's not martial law. Yeah. It, well, it's not like... Uh, it, I mean, Africa's martial law. But like... Yeah. It's not like overtly... Hey, just... Like, what's the problem? You just give a cop a hundred dollars and they won't give you a speech. Like, you know, like it... Yeah. Whereas in other places, it is. We yeah. count, We come from Venezuela. We know that that's the yeah. way that in Venezuela... Yeah. Yeah. Like, or, I mean, we haven't been there for a, for a long time, but we hear yeah. stories that yeah. our dad says that like... Yeah, you just give officials money and then they'll do what you want. Like, yeah. How do you fix it? Um, how do I fix that? Is that the question you were asking? How do you, you fix the world? How do I fix the world? Um, yeah. Well, first, first and foremost, the top priority is giving food and sheltering to all the human beings. I think that's that should be <clears throat> very obvious. That's something that, as a society right now, is so hard to grasp and so hard to to really prioritize um so that's uh, to, to make people think that that if they have nothing then they will die i think that's really sad because there are enough resources and and it doesn't even take that much capital out of out of our personal i mean to, to take away one penny from all the people that are that are middle lower middle class and and higher in the U.S. Yeah, but also you you gotta think that there's uh, you gotta almost let's say it's organizing that. Well, and, yeah, and you, you have to organize world, it. Would... You have to like uh, make a plan to distribute food. <clears throat> One <clears throat> thing that I would suggest is also you don't want to just give food to people. I feel like you education is also really important yeah. to where like oh, yeah. you need to give people something to do. Yeah. To where, like, it, it's not so much... Welfare. It, it, it's, yeah. yeah. It, it, it's it's like, not teaching... It's not giving a man a fish. It's teaching a man a fish. Yeah. And again, um, kind of what we were talking about uh, before is, like, Stephen Hawking doesn't have a body. He mm -hmm. still contributes a lot mm -hmm. to society. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. So, like, there's literally no excuse for anybody, like, to not be kind of like a contributor, to do something. Like, even if, like, oh, you no, don't want... No, there are excuses, just not here in this country. Like what? What's what? Well, I mean, there are people that are born to, to not contribute anything to society. Yeah. People. I mean, people that are born with with major diseases. Uh, that I mean, with Down syndrome, you can't really give anything to the society. I mean, you can do manual labor, um, but there are certain people that I mean. I feel just, like there there's still things that like there's no there's there, actors that are, have. Yeah. No. Yeah. For sure. But I think there are. Certain, which isn't really doesn't really affect the point much, but there are people who I don't think 
really have the power to affect society. See, I feel like, and I know that the, the, I feel like there is because even, um, let's say there's someone with Down syndrome, we could like you know there, there's still people like psychiatrists and stuff like that, or like researchers and stuff like that that can that can help them just be the best person they can be. Yeah, yeah. And like, I mean, I don't know how long, how far away we are, but like, just. For one, it's a really small percentage of the population, mm -hmm. but also like, just like, have kind of a community mm -hmm. surrounding them, supporting mm -hmm. them to try yeah. to make them be the best person they can yeah. be. That's, yeah, that's, that's understandable. Um, and yeah, I agree with that. I agree that people should have, and, and, and education really does kind of go into that. That was going to be my further, further mm -hmm. down, down the line. Um, and, and my second point actually, which goes with education um i was going to use it as a as a going off point to education but um it's uh and this is sad to say i don't know how you feel about it i know a lot of people really don't like the idea whenever i've expressed it to them but i think people should be um should have to take tests to be able to have kids i know really enacting that is nearly impossible but to the Furthest extent of which that can be actually legislated, mm. I would like it to be. What about, well, because you know that, like, the more people are educated, the more people. Or the, the, the least likely they are to have more kids. Yeah. Basically. Yeah. The smarter you are, the less kids you have. Yeah, like, the richer, smarter people that have been to college and, like, stuff like that. They're least like they're they're more likely to have less kids, yeah. more likely to wait until they're actually financially ready yeah. to have kids, mm -hmm. stuff like that. So I feel like that's if you educate everybody, I feel like that's something that you have to worry less and less about. Yes, but the thing is, right now, mm. the uh... but also what well, because think about how like oh you have to have a test. To, like, mm -hmm. would you just give, like, at 13, give every boy a vasectomy? Um, just have, have a reverse vasectomy? Like, no, honestly, because there's no way of, of making sure that that can be done. But, I mean, just... I mean, when, whenever here in the United States, you circumcise, like, a high percentage of people. Yeah, like, it, it's not hard to, like, for that to happen. No, no, no. What, I, what I'm saying is that is whether or not it can be reversed. Especially after a long amount of time. I, I think... See that because I I've heard of reverse vasectomies. No, I know that that can happen. Yeah. I know that that's a thing, but I don't know if if having I mean your mm. your left has going not work for five years if you can turn it back on. Yeah. Um, well, that that that's kind of the thing. Why I I think that you gotta almost because I, I feel like doing the tests <clears throat> is more and and I don't know if like. But see, I mean, because the thing to me, the thing that really enrages me is that these kids are being had. These kids that, and, and they're not, they're not just kids that are going into bad situations and they're not, it's not just one, it's, and it's not just one area. It's, it's several areas and it's plenty of, lots of kids, way too many kids being grown into these families. Eight or nine kids into these poor families that only survive off of, off of welfare. I went and, to the mall today and I saw like mom, dad, and like Maybe like seven kids. It, I mean, I don't know if they they were all from <clears> the same <throat> batch, but like, like it, it was like a little army of mm -hmm. people. Mm -hmm. 
And then and then they become a burden on the state because one welfare and and two education they lower our <clears throat> averages they they uh, we have to we have to have these people on the roads we have to have these people in our WalMarts we have to have these people one of the live with you us could do with by being the king of the world is like and like you know cars can already drive themselves uh huh so you can just like just mandatory now all cars drive themselves like yeah. That and yeah, true. That's, that wouldn't that's be too then. hard. Um, and with all of these things, I feel like you're creating jobs. And yeah. I feel like uh, like there's a lot of people in Africa. There's a lot of people like here. Uh-huh. Like you can just give those people jobs. Like yeah. if there are people that are aren't educated, yeah, you can educate them and then have people do those jobs. And honestly, I mean, and things like that. It's it's with those people you could you could enact so many. I mean, people people that that are in. in awful like torn places of the world we could we could take those areas and have them be the testers for for uh self-sufficient cities that use solar power wind power and all all that stuff Uh, we could have them be the testers for solid roadways for for tesla's battery pack for all these things that that are proposed ideas for self-driving cars even that are uh that you raising your hand stretching proposed ideas for how to make society and and society's infrastructure better um and then and then these people get to live better lives we give them we we take education systems educational systems to them and it's almost like starting from scratch it's almost like seeing what society would have reacted now had it not had the the baggage the baggage that especially i mean from not especially this country i don't want to say that Mm -hmm. this is anymore but knowing what this country has been through you imagine all the all the the hatred and all the bigotry and all this this stuff that comes from having been born here um these people it takes them a while to really appreciate mm-hmm. what they have and I think I, if we did all these things <clears throat> all these technologically forward and and philosophically educationally forward things in places like Africa and the Middle East, they would appreciate it and they would work their butts off i do I do think that it is a good idea to start somewhere in Africa, like mm-hmm. the test city. Um, but I don't know. I feel like for I, I I feel like teaching needs to be a little better, more like a like I think Denmark is like the number one in the world, mm-hmm. uh, and they take very little tests. Like mm-hmm. you know, like <clears throat> a lot of it is like more comprehensive and more like mm-hmm. talkative and stuff yeah. like that. And like writing, um, and writing like more to like explain your point mm-hmm. to like yeah. make sure that you understand it. Um, but I feel like kind of like that's the way teaching needs to work. And also, I don't think that the the. I feel like the having less kids will happen gradually. After you educate people, you know, like you, you, you just instate. And, and then you take away that thing. I just, I just think it's, there's way too many kids right now that we can't handle. Mm. And, and all this adoption and, and the, and the bad parenting and all of that leads to crimes and all yeah. of that leads. And, and it's, it's a generation that every day there, there's another generation being born that's being born into this. But again, um, I, I think that the, the, that happens through or like the change has to happen kind of slowly and not forced uh 
because the, the the there are fixes to things that aren't violent. Because I, I kind of feel like saying violent. Not, I not be violent. But I, I feel like violent in in the terms of like if you don't pass this test, you're not gonna have a kid. And also like how are you gonna like you know you're just gonna abort all the kids that don't from parents that don't pass the tests like. So that that's the thing to where like it doesn't have to be a kind of like a something to the extent. I mean, they do have those little squishy things that you can put in in the girls' oh, yeah. tract or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, really, if you if you stop the girls from being able to create, then yeah. then then that's fine. I mean, there there's also that messes up a lot of stuff. On women, there, there, there's a, like. Well, I mean, and and medically, there hasn't been a lot of research put into those things. I feel like, and and honestly, if you put more money into, and more paid more people, more money, more smarter people, more money to really go into those things, then yeah, you could, you could probably figure out a way to do it safely and to have it be able to be taken out, and then and then it's fine, and you can do it. Mm-hmm. Cause, uh, cause, uh, what from what I've heard is that like it, it messes with uh, the woman's ability to. Like it, it kind of tricks the body into thinking it's pregnant. Yeah. Uh, so. In, so a lot of hormones. And a lot yeah, of, like yeah. things go off. Uh, they say. Can't remember. Like, uh, well, one of the things is that um, usual story, and, and like one of the reasons why marriages don't work is that like, uh, I, I'll be the woman, you'll be the man, mm-hmm. and I, I'm on the pill or whatever. Mm-hmm. It it tricks my body into thinking. That it's pregnant. Uh-huh. And then, like, we meet each other. It's like, we get married. And then I get off the pill because... Trying to have a kid. We, we're trying to have a kid. And your body when I, when I get off the kill, uh, when I get off the pill, my hormones are different. And then, when you're pregnant, you're, uh, you're, you're more attracted to people who are more like you. Uh-huh. Like, smells and stuff like that. Yeah. Like, you... Um, Usually, women are more attracted to people that are not different. that, yeah, yeah genetically. So the, yeah, different. yeah, that makes sense. So they will have like better immune systems yeah, for yeah, the yeah. baby. Yeah. Um, whenever you're pregnant, you you're kind of more attracted to Some your medicine. family yeah. because it's kind of like your family's your like who you're close with and yeah. who's gonna kind of take care of the baby. Yeah. Um, or at least in genetically. Yeah, you still haven't read uh, Sex at Dawn, have you? No, no, you need to. Okay. I, I, have I given it? You told me about that. No, you haven't given it. Yeah. We'll we'll do that today. Okay. Um, but anyways, um, and then after I get off the pill, my hormones change. Is like, and then it, it's like a subtle thing, but women are like, I don't know what it is about you, but I don't yeah. like you anymore. Yeah. Like you know, like it. Yeah. Like, and it, it's kind of like another thing of uh, <clears throat> like how we started this about free will like how mm-hmm. free are we like if just like those things like mm-hmm. can change like who you're in love with mm-hmm. well no if we're if we're suggesting that free will isn't a possibility then I think love can kind of go out the window too why uh, I don't know because it's just if you're talking about how it's just the neurons and the physiological makeup that makes you react a certain way then, uh, then yeah, that, that feeling of, you can have, I feel like, deep attraction to somebody, deep wanting to procreate with somebody, with wanting to have 
I mean, with wanting to have that connection and, and society, <clears throat> it, it's it's created as a necessity almost. Mm-hmm. Um, but if it's just neurons firing, then I think love in itself, love as a as a metaphysical trait, uh, would go out the window too. What a what kind of because obviously I love you you're my brother uh-huh. what what kind of lo- love would go out the window all kind of love no or? no it's just it's just the idea that love is is because what I'm thinking about is I like think. I mean because because what I'm thinking about is the love of like like oh I love my wife and I love her forever uh-huh. like that kind of love yes would go out the window yes and, who's to say that that kind of love even exists. That's what I'm saying. Yeah. Well, like, I mean, well because, I, because like, I'm I, because the idea if the idea of free will is out the window. No. Well, no. I think even exists. Like in general, because like fifty percent of marriages like end in divorce, yeah. and even if the ones that don't, a lot of them have like kind of like problems. Yeah. 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 So, well, yeah. I mean, that that kind of proves my point too. I think it's just if if you are kind of predestined. Um, through your neurons and your environment and, and, and your chemical makeup to do whatever it is that you're going to do. Um, then to me, that idea of a, of a metaphysical energy guiding you towards somebody or, or making you perfect for somebody and vice versa, I think that will be just as, as uh, fictional, honestly. I, I feel I'm not... The idea of us not having free will doesn't uh, doesn't take away love for you. Well, d- doesn't scare me because I, it's not that because I feel like I'm made by my environment, right? Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. To where like I make all my choices and and mm-hmm. I'm I make all my choices depending on my environment. Mm-hmm. Well, and I, think, I do I think have that like, idea of, of free will being taken away is really creates kind of a. Things are happening. You don't really have control of it, but things are happening. And the things that have happened took you to here, and there are things that are going to happen around you that are outside of your control. And, and the things that are happening around you will guide what will happen within you. So this is what you have to... What you as a, as a self-aware being have to decide about it is based completely on what's within you what's been within you, what's, what's happened to you and what is going on all around you right now. Mm. And that's why whenever, whenever that guy was talking about how, how, what if I were able to write down on this piece of paper, exactly what you were able to say, I thought that was complete BS. Um, because, uh, because he's not taking into account all the different kind of, we were talking about, uh, we're watching Sam Harris. Uh, on the Joe Rogan podcast, a little snippet of it. Mm-hmm. Um, basically, he 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 told Joe Rogan that he'd be able that there was a way that they could map out uh, neurophysiology enough so that that they could predetermine uh, your supposed free will. And and <clears throat> to me, I think that's BS because you can't map out somebody's well I don't know if you could I mean maybe, maybe you could and that's fine but but as as the environment Sam Harris being the environment himself that, that Joe Rogan is partially reacting to um, 
he'd have to test all of his own uh, facial expression, his smell, his how he is affecting Joe Rogan's environment entirely. Yeah. To be able to map out what he would say next. But see that, that that's the thing that like you could physically map out everything that uh-huh. Joe Rogan, like you could physically take all his genome. You could physically like you know chronicle somebody's like life from beginning to end, and mm-hmm. like you could physically like record everything around them. Like mm-hmm. so that that's the thing. And have that create an equation that to where like yeah yeah yeah, like to where like sure we can't do it now, <clears throat> but like mm-hmm. theoretically we could do that. Mm-hmm. And understand a person. Mm-hmm. Sure. Um, but that, to me, it, it's just it's it's just as it's based more on probability than it's based on a certainty, because it, it depends on certain neurons firing in certain ways. And if you're, you can you can say the way that somebody's most likely to react. But to me to say that certain atoms are going to be moving in the same way that, that you expect them to. Because it's like it's, it's almost like, like creating a, a chemical equation that's in control. That it's in, it's in, uh, I, it's in a vacuum. Mm-hmm. Um, we're not talking about vacuum. We're talking about too many other variables. Well, that's the thing that like, I mean, the, the, one of the things that I was thinking about is like the, the universe <clears throat> is not just infinitely big but it's also infinitely small mm-hmm. to where like, so like i mean thinking about that you are infinite because you mm-hmm. i mean you're infinitely small like you know yes, do you, all, you get all these things that i have uh, so like it, it, it is i feel like them the, the there can be we can measure everything that makes you up mm-hmm. probably to to a certain extent mm-hmm. and then since you are infinite within you because i mean even like like we could chronicle all your dna but it's like what about like you know the molecular at the molecular level like if mm-hmm. that has something and like it changes something mm-hmm. so then we'd have to check that out it's like what if like the strength like the strings that make up like those reality yeah. like some of yeah. those subatomical particles yeah. that like what if the way that they react that has an effect on this. It has an effect on this. So we'd have to even look at like look at that too to really see what makes you you. And then like so like you you could zoom in and zoom in and zoom in and you're infinitely complex. Yeah. So like, but as you zoom out, I feel like there there is a. Even if you zoom in infinitely, mm-hmm. there's still a mathematic a mathematical thing that makes you you. Yeah. To where it's not, I don't know, it's not your soul, like, you know, a magical thing that's making you choose things. Yeah. Um, true. I mean, it's your, to me, it's your brain. I mean, and like I said, that, that free will not existing thing is, is, a, is a viable possibility, not really one that I, that I will put my chips into, but, but it's there. And and to me, it's mainly because there's just so much going on in the brain, and it's so and and atoms will always have a a way that they that they're most likely to react, but in such a in such a chaotic environment 
those predictions are just high probabilities. What about, well, kind of how how I was saying, why I prefer to look more, because again, it, it, there, there's a thing like, um, what is it, like biology versus environment? What is it? Um, oh, nature versus nurture. Nature versus nurture. How I, I, I feel like that it, this is just like another extension of that to where like I go more nature. Mm-hmm. Nature has more to do than biology. Because no, no, than, than nurture, than your environment. Nature is what's what oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. nurture is what's Nurture outside. has to do more than nature. Yes. Uh, because uh, nurture like change, changes you. Mm-hmm. And just like, because whenever you get to, like n- when you focus more on biology, you, you think of like, oh, like there's an evil gene, let's cut it out. Yeah. Or like, oh, that person is bad, let's kill him. Like, you know, yeah. To to where like you're not you're not being proactive you're being reactive you're mm-hmm. you're not like like the point of changing the world the point of like going for an utopia like not because utopias are like impossible but like by you, definition you, yeah. yeah but the thing is that you try to g- get better and better and better mm-hmm. which I I don't feel like this society is trying is really doing at its full potential I don't feel like it's doing to where like kind of like how you were like if we put you in charge you you try to ideally get society better and better and better but I feel like whenever you focus on on biology you the the way you fix problems is by let's kill the people we don't like to where what kind of like Ooh, do we have free will? We do we not, not have free will? Let's kill the people we don't like. Cause that makes it sound a little bit more like, like genocide. <laughs> but uh, but basically put natural selection back into place, which to me isn't an awful idea. Um, and that's that's more of an interpersonal level. That's more of a stop for stupid people to stop mating, really. And that's mm-hmm. that goes back to what I was saying. But again, like kind of like how I said, like if you educate everyone and mm-hmm. there's no stupid people because mm-hmm. again if you if you're basically you you you're kinda I mean we're both trying to kill stupid people like you know we're both trying to we stop would, don't want them to be around I'm not gonna yeah, kill anybody you're not gonna kill no anybody. I know that's not, like, that's that's not saying, like our idea want but them to be part of our human race Mm. But the way that I want to stop it is like slowly, uh, like just educate them, just make stupid people into smart people. Yeah. To where, what you'd rather. You're kind of killing. I mean, in in the idea, not not yeah, in like yeah, yeah. you're not really killing people, but uh, by stopping the genome from that stupid person, mm-hmm. like you, you're kind of killing them. You know, yeah. just yeah. because like their yeah, yeah, genome doesn't. Yeah. Really, yeah, yeah. Um. To where, like, I feel like that genome doesn't need to die. We just need to put that genome in a better environment to where it can thrive and be smart. I don't feel like there's a stupid gene. I no, f- no, yeah. Well, mm-hmm. I mean, and stupidity is, is has proven to be a lot more based on nurture than nature mm-hmm. because smart kids come out of stupid families and stupid kids come out of smart families almost every day. Mm-hmm. Um, to where, I mean, the, there's some cor- correlation to where, like, oh, smart... I, some correlation to where like oh the like 
smart people have smart kids. Like, mm-hmm. sure, but, like, also smart people can create kids, a smart yeah, environment. Like, you know, like... Exactly. Um, but see, and that's that's what's harder to me about the, the changing all of education because... Not changing all of education, but creating a good enough education for, for everybody. And that's... And and having one solid way to do education is not gonna work. Cause I I feel like that again that education is almost kind of like a technical thing that we can fix. Like you know we we can put a whole bunch of smart people into trying to figure out what's the best way to teach. No, I don't think there is one best way to teach. The 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 human mind is so variant. That having one method that could work for all of them, I think, is uh, a little bit like, because we we have found one method that works really well for a lot of kids, and then we've kept tweaking it in ways that we thought was going to help everybody, and tweaking it from from the perspectives of economists, of politicians, and and somewhat from educators, and and all these people that that have such a varied view on what should actually happen that we've had so many hands dipped in the pot there's no way that that it's going to be one solid idea it's it's just a a cluster of but see i don't feel like we we have been doing a lot i mean to to change the way that teaching works because it's still the basic thing of force a whole bunch of people into a room and force them to cause, listen, I mean obviously it's not forced but like smart person yeah to listen to a, hours. Yeah. quote unquote smart because yeah. a lot of the times they're not yeah. um, but like just like hey everybody listen to this person talk like yeah. and not a lot of people can ask questions not everybody is at the same level so like yeah. the, the, there are ways to like to I better mean, no yeah, yeah to make it better like and again like we we do have a surplus of people so like what if like, it was, like, one teacher to five students. Yeah. And what if it was more, like, laid back? Like, as in, like, there are ways to t- to teach people better. Yeah. And the, the, it can be more of a fluid thing to where, like, maybe create an environment where the students are more comfortable asking questions. Mm-hmm. Or maybe create an environment. There's also another book that I want to uh, read. It can't... Um, I found out from uh, Chris Ryan, uh, the the uh, the author from Se- Sex at Dawn has mm-hmm. a podcast and uh-huh. it's really good. Yeah. He has r- smart people on there all the time. And this guy wrote a book, uh, Freedom, oh, Free to Learn, <clears throat> to where he argues that kids kids want to learn, mm-hmm. like you know, so like yeah. and it's kind of like let kids like just a kind of hands off approach and just let kids ask there questions there are schools like that yeah there are there are plenty of schools like that and uh, and they've shown positive and negative results um, I, honestly one I think they don't have very much capital behind them oh, and uh, and two I think the the laissez-faire approach to a lot of it allows for no proof of actual learning Mm. Um, and and given a a strong program with that approach, 
because you see it happen in colleges a lot of the time. You see it happen with with teachers that that really have just decided that they want to run the classrooms the way that they run it, and then it's a lot more discussion based, and it's a lot more based on on activities that the students think will help them, and and there's things like that that you just teachers take into account their students more. And I really think that's the most important part at, as an education major myself. I think it has to base a lot more on the student. And we all say that. All of us, prospective teachers and current teachers and retired teachers, always say that it needs to be based more on the student. And, and that's really easy to say, but whenever we go through four years of, of having to analyze ourselves so critically, of having to work so hard to become these certain people, and then we get out there into the field, and then we start interacting with kids, and our first year, obviously, is never really a good one. Mm -hmm. um, and we, we kind of force ourselves to, to say, what can I do better to stand in front of these kids and be what they need, instead of saying, what do these kids need? How do I become that? Mm -hmm. It's kind of introspective before it's... Yeah. Yeah, before it... it it gets to the kids and we focus so much on that and that is an individual teacher problem and that is a, a program problem honestly that's going coming from the schools uh and and really it's just there's not much incentive to change um yeah because the, there is a huge rut in this educational system uh and i I wouldn't know how to fix it myself, honestly. I'd really want to see, because you see a lot of great teachers out there, and and you don't, and you don't see them being rewarded more. You don't see mm -hmm. them incentivized. You don't see, honestly, them being picked out to be uh, teacher educators. I think that's the most important thing. I think mm -hmm. once we we find those teachers, we have them teach for a long time, and then we really just have make them be teacher educators. Mm. I think that's the most important thing, to have that kind of be spread out into more of these kids, especially kids like me that go into college that are so bright-eyed that think, I want to I wanna influence people and I want to make people see the same beauty that I saw. Mm. Um, that is what's highly important, I think. I, I, I don't think there's enough <coughs> teachers that, that did a great job at their job that turn into teacher educators. They just want to teach their specific subject and then retire. Well, again, that's that's the thing that, like, I do believe that that can be, like, almost, like, found out and, or, like, improved mm -hmm. better and better mm -hmm. next year just, like, any kind of technology. Like, mm -hmm. the method methodology yeah. of teaching can get better and better yeah. each year. I feel like right now the system that we have doesn't allow for evolution of the system. Uh -oh. Um and I mean it, it is a difficult subject but I, I do think that it can be fixed uh -huh. and like we, with that with that in mind like you, you do agree that we can have like we can have a system that's ten times better than this one yeah okay we still not perfect but we could still get that right. system and educate all the stupid people no. Why not? Um, you okay? It ooh. would take generations, honestly. I think I think it's too ingrained. Like at, no, at the max, it could take two generations. Okay, no, I'll, I'll give you that. But at the same time, it's just 
the the slacker kind of there's just it's just too too rampant honestly but also like i i do feel like just just saying cuz it is a, a multifaceted problem to where it it's not just giving cuz you 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 started with saying give people food and shelter mm-hmm. right and that's important but i feel like if you just give people food and shelter with nothing to do that's why like education is really mm-hmm. education yeah, no, is yeah. a need i yeah, do feel no, like different. like having something to do yeah is a physiological need because if not you're you're not kind of like uh, on my motivation motion class we're saying that like sex even though that you do not die from not having sex is it it is a physiological need mm-hmm. um and i uh, i kind of th- there's a lot of things that are you don't die from because yeah. you obviously you don't die from food you don't no you you do die from not having food you do die from not having water you do you die from not having shelter i get i mean if you're not protected i guess extent, yeah. uh, you die from that but there's things that you don't die from that you that are physiological needs mm-hmm. like that's like the the feeling of being loved like mm-hmm. everybody needs like kind of like a communal thing mm-hmm. or like connections yeah. to to feel loved i feel like education uh-huh. is, is a need that yeah. everybody needs um so you you'd have to start with like kind of a complete i feel like you'd have to start with like a almost a, a complete multifaceted thing mm-hmm. whenever you, whenever you do start the thing uh, and not just start with, uh, like, you know, food, water, and shelter, just wait, because I, I feel like that will still promote stupidity. Yeah. Like, um, I feel like you'd have to do food, water, and shelter, and also, there's lots of things, like, I feel like, like, kind of like a, like, therapy, to uh-huh. where, like, and not so much, like, mandatory therapy, but, like, to where it can feel more, um, and like good therapists, because there's also a lot of bad therapists. But like, two are like, what do you like? They can ask, what do you want to study? It's like, it's like oh, I don't know. I don't really feel like doing anything. It's like, Do-. huh? Well, yeah, exactly. <laughs> two are like, because you, you were saying like, uh, what do we do with the slackers? Uh, I feel like even the slackers would have something that they would yeah. want to do. Because I mean, when you think about the stoners, it's like, what do you want to do? It's like I just want to smoke weed. And like play video games. It's like all right, cool. Like um, cause that's where honestly I think you should turn this nips in. Well, the, you, okay, you just want to smoke weed and play video games all day. It's like all right, fine. Well, we're not any procreate. To me, that's that's <laughs> like a fair reaction. Don't you think that that's almost a a reaction to an unstimulating environment that like that provides baby games as the only really stimulating thing in that dude's life yeah true but i mean i think i think there should be a a i don't know that they should be able to motivate themselves especially in a changing society i again like no, they should be they should be whether or not they will whether or not they have enough incentive that's that's a different conversation i i feel like we we can't leave it up to people we can't uh because again if you if you leave it up to them like you gotta find the the motivation that then people that fail. happens in places where where the 
the education is provided for, the shelter and the food and the everything is provided for, and then and then the possibility of having those drugs and having those those stimulants that don't help you in any other facet mm-hmm. of your life. That only happens in places like this, where you have everything else, there, and you have the opportunities to get better, but they choose not to. And there, there are like trust fund kids that like you know they have all the opportunity in the world, and then they just choose to like uh, get high and play video games. Yeah. And but again, I I feel like there are. There, there are almost like nuggets of, on a truth or nuggets of real. Of like plants of of a need for growth, you know, mm-hmm. like it's like oh, I just want to uh, play video games and and smoke weed all day. It's like all right, cool. And then it's like, why do you like video games so much? Like what? Like you know, just like kind of dig in so more and more. Into... Yeah, and then like event, I feel like everybody has an interest that like yeah. that maybe wasn't ever nourished enough. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And then I feel like eventually you find some things like, oh, like, I really like this. It's like, mm-hmm. awesome. Let's, like, let's yeah. really help you out. Because I feel like sometimes, like, oh, I really like music, but blah, blah, blah. Like, you know, uh-huh. and then they tried music. I have a passion for music, but then they tried. and It's like, well, maybe you, you had a shitty teacher that, like, kind of, mm-hmm. like, dissuade you from that. Mm-hmm. Like, I, I feel like if you dig deep enough you can find a passion in everybody. Yeah, no, I'm sure. And that's not just a, like, you know, consuming fashion. Yeah, yeah. No, yeah, I could see that. And honestly, I mean, it is it is kind of close-minded for me to say that that we're going to, that we wouldn't allow those people to, to have an option to get better. Um, it's really about the effort being put forth for certain people. Because nobody is lost. Nobody is just hopeless um everything's not lost but to me it has i i see so much more in helping the helpless i i see them as a higher priority because those are the people that are going to be one more grateful and two more likely to stick to a a plan that's different than than what's been giving to them um, and, and again, I feel like that that kind of comes back to the same thing: nature versus nurture, free will versus not no free will. To where I feel like we, we kind of like the the sociopath that you just put him in a loving family and like he doesn't turn into a killer. Like you, you just have to put people almost in an environment where they don't have a choice but to thrive mm-hmm. like you know and that's a thing to where like oh i just and i don't think that it'll it would happen like from like one day to the next but i do think that you know well enough environment even the slacker like like now like you know we implement a good enough system even a person like, oh, I don't have any skills. I, I just want to smoke weed and play video games. Like, I feel like with, even, like, let's make it super hard. Like, with a one-year therapy, eventually it's like, no, you're right. I, sup- I Like, I have a passion for this. 
and then we can in, again like uh, invest a lot of resources in making that person a better person and to to where like I feel like we do have to invest a lot of resources in everybody to mm. where and eventually everybody like will will come to a certain yeah yeah and no I, I can I can see that and that's true and that is in an ideal world and none of everything yeah. we've been discussing has been in any sort of closeness to the world that we live in currently mm-hmm. um, so yeah potentially you could help everybody to bring them up to a certain point But realistically, I see helping the helpless first, I guess. But again, wouldn't you want to, I mean... I want to help everybody, yes. Yeah. No, that's true. Because I... I, I, Because I guess your your point would be that, like... I don't know, I don't know. It it would all be hard no matter where you start. Mm Mm-hmm, 100%. But, but yeah, <laughs> my point, yeah, is, is that even though you'd have to give the poor people that have had worse lives uh, more things for them to, to be able to get to a successful level the way we see it in society, um, while it, people here, you'd have to give them a lot more time um, and force them more, honestly, a lot more effort. And I feel like things in a in a ideal society that we're talking about, things should be easier than time and force. Mm. I, I I feel like in all societies right now, no matter which you start, there there's still some sort of problem. Even if like I don't know if you go to one country and maybe laziness is not one problem, but maybe violence is another problem. Yeah. To where like like there there there's kind of like I feel like memes of badness or stupidity or whatever memes of like laziness that could be here. Yeah, memes of counterproductivity. That's good. That um that you're gonna have to deal with, and that I feel like again like therapy. I feel is very necessary it's therapeutic yeah. so like like helping people be their best selves mm-hmm. true yeah. see that let's end it yeah sure that's a good way to end it ba 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 this is the Medicious podcast and fuck Santiago song because this is the new song.